Hello, everybody. Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC Grayson. JC, it's tense in the room right now. It's tense. I, I'd say there's a very good reason for that. It's My, the gays. The, I was going to say because my microphone pop covers. Also on. that. I was going to say, I'm sorry to the listening audience if there's a difference in my audio. Um, it's going to be so poppy. It might sound like, well, it's going to be really poppy, but last week we recorded remotely over Discord. And my audio was probably not very good. It was fine. You know, I because I, I listened back to an old episode. Actually, I listened to the episode. I just scrolled through Boy Oh Boy when I was driving home from Thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm. And I just clicked on a random episode, and it happened to be the exact episode a year to the date on Thanksgiving of last year. And that was the episode centered around... That's suspicious. It was really weird, but I enjoyed it. You know, I listened to the whole thing. That's maybe very narcissistic to say. But I really enjoyed the story about me learning my dad thought Steven recorded him the entire drive to Oh Dallas. my goodness that is Yeah. Uh, that was a year ago. That is a Steven moment. Mm -hmm. Go check out last year's Thanksgiving episode. Do you so, remember the episode number? Oh shit. I have not a clue. Well, whatever episode was this Thanksgiving minus 52. Exactly. Precisely. Um but I, I was going to say that the audio last week had to sound a little bit off because we were remote, but we're back in the humble home studio. And the audio may still sound off. And I apologize for that. My pop filter is ripped and torn and it's gone. Wilson stole it. So. He, he stole it? He took the right... No, he didn't. It's right no, there. No, he didn't. I lied. But I just figured out some excuse so the listening audience doesn't blame See, me. No, after last week, I realized, no, JC actually needs to start telling the truth on the podcast. No. Because he'll listen back to it a year from now. <laughs> That's true. And then believe the thing that he said <laughs> as a lie. Next Thanksgiving, I'm fucked. I'm going to think you were in New York. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be so messed up. And then you're going to think Wilson stole your pop filter. He did, though. Where is it? It's not on my microphone? It's right there. It's sitting on my bed because you destroyed the thing. That could have been yours. Remember that one with all the push pins in it? You know? Oh, that's over there. Uh, oh, you just point at your wall and I'm supposed to believe you? I really said that. Yeah. Well, eh. I don't know. Maybe I feel I like all mic. signs point to Wilson being responsible in this instance. You know? That's generally what I'm thinking. Um, but Gray the Gray, how's your week been? Exhausting. Exhausting. Especially today. A lot of work today. I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. Tired. I'm so I'm going to bed immediately after we record. GameStop's asking a lot of you. They are. You know? I'm losing my mind. You're going to ask for a raise? <laughs> There's no shot they give me a raise. <laughs> what? But they're asking a lot of you. Don't don't they know? Apparently not. God damn. That's so sad. Could you ask them to move you to the night shift and then you can just like sleep? <laughs> Maybe I should. I feel like the night shift is ideal. Like I disagree. My job does not have ignite shift but theoretically if i wanted to i guess i could adjust my hours to work the nights right but that just wouldn't make the most sense but if i'm in a position where i could work nights and that means i get way less work and you're just kind of there with other people that sounds awesome you know we've talked about this a bunch but i thought before when we talked about it we landed on the same page of night shift ideal yeah now i i think less of that idea yeah why well because i had a friend who was on the night shift who swap who swapped to the day shift uh-huh and uh, she much prefers it. Really? So I'm like, hmm. It's probably nice to have, like, you know, actual sociable hours again so you can interact yeah. with your friends and family. Well, that's what she was saying because she went from doing the, like, 10-hour shifts at night to mm -hmm. doing 8-hour shifts five, day, five yeah. days a week. So she gets out of work and then can just do stuff after work. Yeah. Which I cannot do. That's fair. Um, And then to not be able to do anything after work and then also have the implication of my sleep schedule is entirely reversed from everyone else that I know outside of work. That's so fair. 
edges that would be fun. But consider this, Grayson. You know, like, again, if it's impacting, like, social life and family life, all that kind of stuff, in Austin, the people would primarily be affecting with you. Okay, and correct me if I'm wrong. Would be your interactions with your brother, me and Steven, right? Like, those are, like, the core, I, at least I picture, your, like, immediate, immediate social life concerning. You know, aside from work friends. But you're going to see them at work, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, your brother will be here. And we'd figure out when to record the podcast in Steven time, regardless of a night shift, you know? I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I'd like to get a girlfriend one day. No, that's fair. But maybe she's working the night shift. <laughs> maybe she's working the night shift. No, <laughs> the you're problem, right. you know? Yeah. I heard you had a lot of pretty girls in your, like, uh, GameStop training course, you know? No, you're right. Mm-hmm. It'd be weird All if the, the face GameStop. of GameStop was working the night shift, though. You It'd know, if their poster weird. boy only worked from, like, 10 yeah. to 3. Or 10 to 6, whatever I feel like I also get the benefit of when I work the day shift, I get to meet a lot more of the people. That's fair. Uh, which has been good. Yeah, it's probably better for mobility at GameStop. You know, but you already re- reached the peak. You know, like there's no Truly. going up. I'm already the post From the face. Exactly. Exactly. But this is so devastating. It's been so draining. How do you plan to unwind? Um, <laughs> You got this. I'm going to go to bed. Okay. What about tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to stream tomorrow. Okay. That doesn't um, sound like unwinding. I feel like streaming stresses you out a lot of times. No, as always, it's been really chill. Okay, that's good. Because I'm only doing it like once a week, if that. Yeah. And I just show up and I play Stardew and I have a decent time. That's good. The game um, choice probably helps with the oh, relaxation for sure. as well. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. I, I want to stream more, but it, it has been so hard to find the time to do anything at all. Night shift. Um, Bring your laptop to work. <laughs> yeah, that'll go over mm-hmm. really well. They'll I think that. so. Um, yeah. Uh, tomorrow I stream and then I think there was something else I was meant to do, but I forgot it. And then Friday I'm going to go on a date and then, Oh my, do we Friday know this D&D. contender for gray, the gray's love and affection? Uh, you do. I do. Well, it's the one that I was telling you about. I don't know. Oh if we my goodness. My hopes are so high. Gray, the gray, you know? Oh, okay. My hopes are usually high when you go on these dates, you know, it's only ever get but they're high squashed. again, you know, they're high. That that's a lot. To get my hopes high again after all all the times <laughs> okay, that hope is well, been you don't gotta rub it in. <laughs> I just, I just, I miss Rosario is the thing, you know. That episode of the podcast, honestly, yeah, she was great. <laughs> yeah. It took me a moment to remember. I she only, was fantastic. She reason, let me down so easy. That is like the like. Don't get me wrong. I get uh, stood up. I get ghosted. Mm-hmm. I get told just like you remind me of my brother. That stuff. She was so nice about it. Uh-huh. She's just a nice girl. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. That, maybe reach out to, to Rosario again. See what's going on. Maybe she's in a different place in life. Because that, that was like two years ago almost. You know? Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, okay. She's living okay. her life. She doesn't need me to pass I, her. Maybe she does, though. Maybe she... Also, too, maybe just dating apps straight up aren't the gray the gray route to love. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I feel like I think that's what un- we're learning. Well, you're probably right. Because... I mean, I don't want to compare, but I feel like, especially if we were to go back to our versions of ourselves that met each other in high school, right? Let's meet 17-year-old Grayson and JC, you know? If you are to ask um, literally anyone on the outside, who's going to have better success on dating apps out of these two people? I'm not getting many picks, you know? it's J- JC's not the one succeeding there. And the fact that that person went on two dates off of what's it like a dating app and then the second one they've been in like a year and a half relationship with is like maybe they're just more for the for the jc type of person you know i mean maybe i don't know 
I'm a, maybe I'm doing some wrong. I think part of it is that I'm also very picky on the apps. Yeah, that doesn't help. No, you know, I mean it's not like I wasn't picky. Like, you know, like you wouldn't swipe on people you don't think are attractive. Like, don't do that. Yeah, but I like I want them to be very attractive, and then I also am like, oh, you put your middle finger up in a picture. Don't like that. Smoke no, weed. No, nope. not the middle finger. It's just a. It's if, a weird. If look. I had an ick, yeah, that would be it. It well, it's it if they're doing it sarcastically i know even still because it's not even funny but it's better than doing it and see like thinking they're cool and flipping off the camera i mean it's better than that but it's still just ugh. ugh. i get a dating profile that's a lot to flip off the camera you know like yeah. i wouldn't recommend anyone do that guy or girl uh well maybe especially guy don't do that a guy that's somehow lamer you know and that's okay. tough um but no okay i'm on the same page i'll that's that's a fair one that's not even high standards you know a middle finger is a fair swipe no and then i also have a problem where i will get matches but that i can only like think about one at a time you know what i mean so like if i have like 30 at once if i have like say i have three or four that i've started a conversation yeah yeah yeah. then i will like only carry a conversation with one and then i'll forget about the other one because i just cannot it makes sense keep multiple conversations going all the women are the same is what you're saying they just blend in no, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. I'm my saying bad. I can't keep them distinct. Like I can't keep distinct conversations it makes going. It makes sense. I need, it, I need to be, you I, know, like I, separate persons for all of them. You know, I need to, sense. I need to like hold those unique conversations. I can't do it. And it's too much. I was just tattooing a person, a, a lady who she's like a psychiatrist down in San Antonio, and she's just my second time I tattooed her, and she's been keeping me abreast of all her her dating woes. Okay, the first time she was. Uh, well, dealing with like a stalker and like her mom and the stalker ex from the dating app showed up to her house and like wouldn't leave and she got a restraining order. That's officially been filed, so thank God, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she's back into the dating pool, uh, and was telling me about all these other girls that she's been meeting with, and I was starting to learn like, oh, maybe. Like, and it was an insane, it was an overwhelming number of conversations and girls she was showing me that she was talking to at once, right? Like, kind of to what you were saying, like, how is it even possible to keep them separated? But what was insane to me is she told me that she, I don't know, she, I don't think she ghosted them, but she told the person last minute she wasn't going to show up to their date. Um, and the context behind it was she matched with this girl, okay? And she does background checks and reverse image searches for everyone she matches with, okay? Which is a lot. But, but after a stalker, like after that, yeah, exactly, exactly. So she pays for the service, and she does it on one person, and a bunch of news articles pop up. She's telling me, okay, and that's not a good sign. Until she clicks on the article and realizes that this woman was a victim in the article. This woman had her husband break into her home and shoot her and her two kids. Um, one of the kids died, and the woman got shot in the mouth through the other side of the mouth. Okay, there's a lot going on there. How did the husband have to break into his own home? I imagine. They were probably separated, uh, okay. is my, or maybe there's a dispute and he got locked out, something like that. Either way, um, yeah. shows up at the house. Maybe he didn't even break in, just shows up. That yeah, happens. I feel like it, it, I can almost believe a story more if it wasn't a break in. Yeah, I'm getting really hung up on the wrong part. Either of this. way, the story is for sure true because there are articles from like the news organizations in San Antonio, oh, for sure. right? Yeah. So that part is verified. Um, and I'm like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. But like, how is this relevant to you? Like not showing up, right? The articles were from six months ago. Oh. Um, and so when she learned that part, she was like, ooh, I don't that there's no way this person's ready to like date, you know, in any serious capacity. And then so she was like, I'm not gonna do it. 
But then all her friends convinced her she should because it'd be a good story. And that's when she set up the date. And then day of, she was like, I can't do this. And then backed out. But so I'm a little conflicted because on one hand, I get it, you know, where it's like, that's a lot to be taken on baggage wise. There's no way this person's healed from, well, one, physically from the gunshot to the face. And then two, emotionally from the husband doing that to them and the child, you know. Did the child survive? One of them did not. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, and so on one hand I get it, but on the other hand to set up a date and then ditch them day of is also cruel thing to do to that person. I mean, yeah. Also what terrible (laughs) friends, like, Hey, what if you just like take advantage of this? Like the initial instinct was great, you know, of just like, Hey, let's just not pursue something, you know, awful friends, terrible friends. Um, but you know, it's exciting, you know, hearing about all, all the, all the stories. So anything like that in your life, in your dating life? No, can't, can't do that. That's tough. You should ask on Friday. Is Friday your date coming up? Mm-hmm. You should ask them specifically if they've ever had a significant other break into their home, shoot them in the face, and kill their child. You know, just maybe as like a way to like you know ice break the ice. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I think it might be necessary. Any other date set up or just the one? I just told you. I, I was going to say it would make time. sense if it's maybe you set up the date so that one's good. It's cooking on the on the back burner, right? And now you can start up on another dish another oh, pan if you that will feels mean i mean it it, it it depends on how it goes if, if you have this first date and it goes great then good thing you know i, I then you just you could stop talking to the other know, people it's just i don't know it feels bad to be like okay but here's my plan b that's not a plan b it's just it's it's a plan b Jason. i mean i guess so i guess so you're going all in on friday girl for now in the meantime I mean, yeah. Okay. I hope it works out. Again, the hopes are high. They can only go down from here. So that's probably not a good place to start from. No, really, it's um, not. I'll lower them a little bit, okay? Right now, the hopes are at like a 50. I'll put it at like a 47, okay? Okay. Yeah. I don't know why 50 is my max for hope, but yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, it happens. It really I was going to say, like, is this on a scale of 100? What is at 100? Yeah, I don't really know. It's just the gut feeling. I'll, maybe it can go higher and it just hasn't gone higher than a 50. <laughs> You've never known such hope in your life. Yeah, that's really devastating. That is so, so sad. By the way, going back to the versions of ourselves from high school when we first met Grayson, okay? Why are we always talking about high school? Well, this is less so like a high school thing and more the origin of Boy Oh Boy, you know, which just happened to take place during high school, right? Coincidentally. Coincidentally, you know. I basically how it all happened and we've we've talked about it a few times we probably talked about it in episode one like 300 weeks ago the way the podcast started is i was in english class english class finished up early and i was like i'm gonna go see gray the gray and ask him if he wants to start this podcast because i had the idea like the night before but i had not run it by you so i was like i have to have this proposal in person you know and that's what i did but for that Again, we finished up all our stuff in English class, eighth period, last class of the day. And I go up to our teacher, Miss Gray Castro, and I say, hey, am I able to go to the library for the rest of the period? Because that's where you used to hang out. Or at least that's what I thought is you used to be in the library during eighth period, you know, with like the, the twins and everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I go to the library and you aren't there. And that's when I text you. I'm like, Gray the Gray, where are you? And you're in some teacher's classroom, right? And then eventually that's where it all happens. And I ask you and you say yes. Oh, was it Benavidez's room? It was indeed. Mm. It was indeed. But I have to tell you, 
I was overwhelmed with a sense of guilt the entire time I was in Miss Benavides's room asking you about the podcast. Because you would because, ask to go to the library. Well, what if she had sent someone to go to the library to get me, to bring me back to class, and I wasn't there, and then she's going to find out I lied to her? And then I started thinking about, oh, my God. Like, I was such a fucking loser. Like, most teachers aren't going to care about that, but especially that teacher. Miss Gray yeah. was great. Like, the she most lax so person ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have told her, oh, I was going there to see if, uh, to ask Grayson a question and he wasn't there. Like, literally, the actual explanation is just as acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You, don't, you wouldn't even have to, like, make something up. But at the time, in my head, it was like, I, I can't, like, if she finds out, she's going to hate me. And I've, like, I would just attribute so much weight to everything. And I'm so glad that's gone. It would be unbearable. <laughs> It was unbearable for a good 18 years of my life, you know? That's wild. But we made it through. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But it's just, yeah. I mean, I think I, I had a similar thing. I cared a lot about what teachers thought. Yeah. But I think that's just because for the first 18 years of your life, kind of the most important thing in your world is school. For it occupies us, at like least. so much time of your life. The more I grow and the more I meet people, I guess especially people that are likely to get tattooed out of a definitely studio that's an official studio um like most of those people didn't give a shit about school and they're great people now a lot of them making money you know like doing stuff like just actual fully functioning adults mm -hmm. and like i'll explain how i operated in school or they'll talk about their experiences in school and for the most part they didn't give a shit and they ended up fine mm -hmm. i could have too you know i didn't need to attribute so much uh again weight give that much power to teachers but i would do it again if i ended up back in school it would happen again i guarantee it you know <laughs> like i it's just it's, it's how it would go like with brandy she's in school right now right and sometimes she gets like a shit ton of assignments and i'm like hey can i help and if she gives me like an assignment to do for her it puts me right back into that headspace of like holy shit i have to do this perfectly you know mm -hmm. and so like just on a f tuesday out of nowhere I'm spending six hours writing an essay, you know? And it's like, I haven't put this much effort into anything I've done at my real job for the past two years. And it's just, I don't know what it is. It's trauma probably, probably you know? Yeah, no. But yeah, a little terrifying, a little scary. What are you doing doing her schoolwork? Well, it's just like, I don't know. It was an inter It was like an essay about Camus, who's like my favorite like author anyways. So it's mm. like, I don't it's something I would enjoy doing. It, well, I did enjoy doing it, you know? I, I didn't expect myself to throw throw myself into it as firmly as I did, but I threw myself into it. That's just simping behavior there. JC. I'm okay with that, too. I've never been opposed to simping behavior, especially now that I'm in a relationship. I think it's ideal to have simping Honestly, behavior. Honestly, true, yeah. You know, like simping behavior prior to a relationship is, that's cringe. when it's tough. You know, cringe, pathetic, embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, okay, it's for a worthwhile cause. So true. Thank you Honestly, so much. Honestly, that is very wise, Jason. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I do another essay. She sent me one tonight. Said I need it by the morning at 6 a.m. Guess who's not sleeping? You know? <laughs> That's just how it goes. Some real simping behavior right there. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, but to be fair, if like you or Steven did that, I'd probably press a little harder and be like, why is this so important and why do I need to do it? And then if there's some explanation, like a real explanation, I'd do it. You know? Well, that's good to know. Steven probably would have the most valid explanation and just not be able to communicate it. And I'd end up rejecting him. You know, like, mm -hmm. does that make sense? Like, I picture Stephen having a real. I feel like need. it's an inverse relationship. Like, Stephen would have the most lead, but most need, but the least ability to communicate it. Yeah. I would have the least need, but the most ability to communicate exactly. it. Exactly. 
Exactly. Have we ever considered how you and Steven are polar opposites? I feel like we haven't given that topic much conversation or thought, oh, but true. the way you phrase that does, you know, insert an idea into my mind. You know, there's a seed now planted. Oh, no. I don't know. No, I feel like the opposites are us. The opposites are us. Well, no, because we're more compliments than opposites. Yeah. No, I think you might be onto something. With you and Steven being yeah. opposite? And maybe we are equally opposites to Steven. You know? I think so. <laughs> that's concerning. It's, it's Steven is the perfect like member to our trio because mm-hmm. he is just he is the odd man out, but in the perfect way. And but to be fair, like in I feel like I almost get along better with Steven one on one than in group scenarios, you know? Well, yeah, because it then suddenly you have to put up with his insanity. Like suddenly his his just you have to meet him on his, his level. nonsense. <laughs> Just becomes half of the reality that you're experiencing. Because, <laughs> like in a in a three person situation, uh-huh. you have another person to ground That's you. That's fair. Yeah, like yeah, another yeah. person to keep you real, uh, like checked into reality. Yeah. But when it's just Stephen, that is half of what you're experiencing is the world through Stephen's eyes. Suddenly, it, you can't hold up. Can I share some devastating news? Oh no. Stephen and I, you know this wrestling game we've been playing. Oh yeah. I put it on my list, I think, because I just don't understand it. I'm so baffled. Basically, we book wrestling shows. We, we hired a bunch of wrestlers, and then we put together shows. We sure. don't actually get to watch them happen. It's all text-based, and they okay, give that's what I was based gonna, on RNG. The impression I was getting was that it was all text-based. Are you just reading something? And typing. Okay. Um. So, like, we're writing out, and we have stories, and, like, we put wrestlers in matches. We have to determine the length, the goal of the match, who's winning, you know, like, mm-hmm. who's the referee, who are the commentators, and like there are segments like angles like outside of matches like i want this person to get beat up i want this person to cut a promo about how we had slept with the other person's wife you know um and so far i beat steven the first week you know that goes without saying second week we tied and we're becoming a little bit more familiar with the game today he beat me by two points he's practicing without you (laughs) you think he is yeah i promise he's not I, i i just can't imagine him figuring out that game on his own because i'm like having to offer up tips and advice the entire time he's booking his show so he doesn't do something completely disastrous you got to stop doing that i mean but it's just uh, maybe you're right no i want to see how disastrous it can get that would be the main incentive to play it with him to be fair today as a joke i said oh you should put him against this person like as a clear joke because he wanted to have a really good wrestling match like that would get the fans excited and I suggested this old man who can't wrestle, but he's from Japan, and I don't think Steven knows the old man that he hired to his company. And so I was like, oh, you should put him in it. And so Steven did. And then it didn't go well. It did sabotage him. But it was, I, I meant it as a joke. But then when I saw he did it, I was like, okay. See, okay, Steven. So that's where we're working at. Also, I put in so much effort. Like in the shower every day, I think about what I'm going to do on my wrestling show. I have That's a notes terrifying. app going like at all times for like the next show I want to book. That's so messed up. And so I have it all pre-planned, and I'm just putting it into the JC, system. JC, this kind of scares me. It's fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. I think, I think I will never understand the way that that is fun for you in the same way you'll never understand why like Europa is fun for me. I guess so. Yeah, it's but it's fun for me in the same way that planning cuck is fun for me. You know. Except the cuck thing has more of like a friend element. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I'd enjoy the wrestling game without Steven, right? Mm-hmm. And like if we were recording it and putting it up on like the following Lucha stuff, it'd probably be even more fun, right? And the fact that it's like a shared thing. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't picture myself playing it 
alone, really. Because mm-hmm. I think the fun mm-hmm. stuff comes in the creativity that the game doesn't really allow for. Mm-hmm. Like, you can type stuff in. Like, you can type a big, crazy story happening, but the game is not really going to register it. The game just recognizes the mechanics of segment with this person. We're rating this person on star power, this person on sex appeal. Like, you know, it's all, yeah. Mm. It's cool. It's fun. Cool is probably not the word. Yeah, definitely not cool. It's fun, you know? I'm glad you're enjoying it so much, but it is. Thank you. The fact that you're thinking about it in the shower is a little scary. Almost every shower now. That is what happens. Um, and But the thing is, again, I'm meticulous. I'm planning. I have these long-term plans. I'm, I'm trying to hire people strategically, book these shows strategically. Steven's winging it. Steven absolutely wings it. He will, on a whim, put an old Japanese man in a match to have a, like a five-star 20-minute contest. And when the man says, this wrestler can't wrestle for 20 minutes, he gets surprised. It's like, well, no, he's an old man. <laughs> um wait what man said that it's okay so in wrestling in wrestling in real life wrestling there are the wrestlers in the match right and then there's a creative team right who books the show and says these wrestlers are going to fight each other but what they have is like a kind of like arbiter or like you know a middleman between the two of them is a road agent and they're usually like an ex-wrestler or like an ex-wrestling personality, right? Who's like very familiar with the business. Mm-hmm. And they will communicate with both sides to be like, hey, wrestlers, this is what the creative team needs us to do. Here's like how much time we have. Let's all work together to put this match together. And then if anything changes and like creative's like, well, we're doing a a, a, like a, a spot where someone's hitting someone with a chair in the main event. So you can't do that in the opener. They'll tell the road agent and the road agent goes to the wrestlers and like, we can't do the chair anymore. You know, uh-huh. so in this game, again, it tries to be as close to real life as possible. You also have road agents. You're the creative team. The Essentially, you're the booker and creative team, mm-hmm. you know, and so you also put road agents in. And so the road agent will be like the one you tell, like, hey, have it be a pinfall, have this person win, have it be a decisive victory, all that kind of stuff. And so that person will come back and say, hey, I don't think they can wrestle that long, you know, mm-hmm. so. That's the man who says it, to I be see, clear. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm Thank glad you for the all. clarification. No, of course. This game sounds so unbelievably complex to be done purely text-based. There is a massive database that when Steven and I fast-forward a week, because our shows are weekly, right? Mm-hmm. When you fast-forward to seven days in the game, it takes almost 10, 12 minutes because there's just so much data loading because um, they have every wrestler that's ever existed and like all the companies and the companies are having their own shows. And so it's like a whole world imaginary world okay yeah so it's 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 what is this game called total extreme wrestling that's t-e-w everything about that just sounds insane to me thank you so much thank you so much um but it's fun it's enjoyable my biggest stars right now are shane mcmahon seth rollins and cody rhodes you know they're gonna fight in a triple threat for the world title the inaugural World champion will be crowned, okay? At the pay-per-view. Okay. Which is yet to be named. So, sorry about that. Name it Cuck. I can't do that. That's a clear copyright, okay? That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. You say it has all the wrestlers? Does it have the wrestlers of Cowards and Welcome? Well, it has the Great Muda. So that... <laughs> I mean, well, there you go. Dwayne Johnson's also in it. Yeah. Joe Biden might be as, like, a celebrity... You could like have show up, but probably not wrestle. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, because well, you know how much we were struggling to put together this fucking wrestling game. Um, 
in one of like the the drafts or like the the attempts at getting it to go we thought we got it to work one time and it didn't mm-hmm. it like it has like news happening in the world of wrestling as you fast forward the weeks right so like injuries happen and like people get fired and blah 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 blah, blah right and people can also die <laughs> in the game did the great muda die we've not not great muda but there's a wrestler named joey ryan who his gimmick used to be he would come out to the ring like being he was like very sleazy he had a lot of chest hair he had a like a porn stash he would pour oil all over his body and like rub it in and he's the wrestler who had like the super strong penis and people would grab it and he would flip them with it um do you remember any of this no okay well that's him and then that was his gimmick for a long time, and he was outed as a sexual uh, abuser and sex pest. Wow, crazy. Yeah, wild how that Who works. Who could have seen that coming? Uh, then he was spotted working at Disney World six months later after he was canceled from wrestling, and then Disney World fired him when everyone realized, hey, that's a sexual abuser. Um, and now he works at Universal uh, Orlando instead of Disney Where World. everyone's welcome. That's exactly... He hasn't been fired yet, so... Uh, but basically, we fast-forwarded one day in this draft, and we had no clue how the game worked. And just big on our screens, that Joey Ryan has died in a car crash. And it was just crazy. Like, that was our intro to this whole entire experience. So God rest his soul or something. Probably not that. Um, the opposite of that, I guess. Um, but shout-out to Joey Ryan. Mm-hmm. Fun game, though. Okay. You know? A little odd, but okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Grayson, anything else going on in your week? Man, I don't know how to follow that up, JC. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. Again, Steven beat me. So if it, I'm bad at the game, if that is any consolation. I watched FNAF. Oh, shit. I you watched there. FNAF twice already, actually. Steven was also there. It was mid. So listen, I think we may have talked about it on the podcast last week that I watched FNAF, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Okay. I was also, to be clear, quite intoxicated when I watched it the first time. Mm-hmm. But I watched it the second time not intoxicated with you and Steven. Not in a movie theater. And I still enjoyed it. Like, I don't like watching movies twice, especially not within a week of each other. So I didn't enjoy it as much. I think that's just not ideal viewing experience. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching a movie a second time unless it's, like, years later. Um, and so it wasn't as good. But I still thought it was a good movie. I still, like, had a good time watching it with you guys. But you guys both said it was boring. Yeah. I disagree. I don't think it was boring at all. I think for a two-hour movie, it like kind of went by fast and had me interested the entire time. Like I wasn't really zoned out at any point. I mean, I I feel like there was just so much time when nothing was happening. Like when? I don't know. It's just like, why do I care about... I, I don't know. I think it's like, why do I care about this whole ant plot? The Well, that's just the incentive for him working a fuck out of... Like at a, you know haunted you could have shown just the security card thing and i would have been like oh this guy's just down as like he needs a bad a job real bad the security card thing the security guard thing oh at the when mall. he beat up the, the guy yeah yeah like i would have fully accepted like oh this guy's just down on his luck mm-hmm. I, I don't need the the ant to explain that i guess so you just need to get him into the door freddy's and then the hook for keeping him there and not quitting doesn't have to be he's trying to protect his you know sister the hook is instead he wants to learn what happened to his brother you don't need the ant yeah plot. yeah it's like just, you could have gotten there. There's just, I don't know. There's so much just other stuff. I have a question. Between things. We yeah. get rid of the ant. Where does Matt Pat factor in? Okay. Um, Matt Pat factors in, in the police force um, that shows up at the end out of nowhere and investigates Freddy's Fazbear. Fuck. And then um, 
they they go through the whole facility um now that you know springtrap guy is dead uh-huh. they go through the whole facility and um the police officer's like, what do you think happened here? And then Matt Pat, it, it pans over to Matt Pat. He lays he's out the plot the, of the movie exactly. He's, he's <laughs> in the detective. He's in a detective hat, and he lays out the whole plot precisely as it happened. <laughs> yeah. And then he finishes with, but that's just a theory. Wow. And then it cuts the shitty the music credits. and credits. Yeah, yeah. I hated the credits, if I'm being honest. Also, why'd my niece lie to me about a post-credit scene? That's kind that of fucked crazy. up. I didn't like that. Yeah, no, please explain that so that people know yeah. what you're talking about. I was about. home in, in San Antonio for Thanksgiving, and my niece loves Five Nights at Freddy's, right? So she asked me if I had seen it, and then it launched into like an hour, not hour, it was like a half hour long conversation with me, her, and then like my kind of nephew, you know? And it, it, she asked me at one point if I, had, if I had seen the post-credit scene, and I was like, yeah, the one where like the taxi driver has Balloon Boy. And she's like, no, the one after that. And I was like, no, we left after that. And she was like, oh my God. And she was like trying to explain it. But Haley, when she gets excited, is not, even when she's not excited, just isn't the best at explaining things, you know? And so I was just under the impression there was a post credit scene. What we saw was not that. What we saw were the credits rolling and then, then some nothing. weird sounds at the end. Yeah, that was, that was about it. So maybe Haley saw a special version. Who's to say? She saw my version. Oh shit! With Matt Pat, yeah, that's crazy. But then also, if there's no uh, reason for all the people to break in and 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 you know trash the joint, how are we going to show the machines as killers? Uh, you literally just have a bunch of teens who are like, "Haha, let's go hang out at this abandoned place." But that's going to be way less sympathetic for the robots. We're supposed to end the movie thinking they're good guys, you know. We think, oh, we feel bad for the kids, aw, aw. Those kids just tried to murder a child. That's true. Like, it already has the whole thing of, oh, they were being controlled, and they have to... That's fair. Like, they're already monsters. I get, But it'd be a little more unforgivable if we watched them kill a bunch of teenagers. And we probably can't show a teenager have their body torn in half. Okay, alternatively, make them a bunch of middle-aged drunkards. Better. Who yes. stumble in. Like... There's so many ways to do I it. I like that more. I like the drunkard angle, okay? They they wander in, and... They're like, oh, I remember coming here as a kid. Yeah, they can have some questionable armbands on, so that way there's even more like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we want them to die. Mm-hmm. One um, of them has a very oddly pointy white hood on. That's, yeah, <laughs> just a meeting of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only the hood. Uh-huh, okay, okay, okay. That's, yeah, this sounds like a a great idea for FNAF 2. You know, where we recreate every scene and just Make minus the ant ones and then add a bunch of racists instead of, you know, white trash. I think yeah. it's, yeah, it sounds like a great plan, Grayson. I think we've, we've kind of figured it out. Um, but you weren't invested in the lore is how I take it. No, not really. Mm-hmm. Also, why can't the monsters just be monsters? Why did we have to redeem them by the end? Because literally the entire point of FNAF is that they're little kid souls. Like, it's the whole premise. Yeah, it's fine. It's like, just go to another movie franchise if you don't why want redeemable characters. Why can't characters. they be little kid souls and also evil? If it's any, like, you know, consolation, the man who murders kids is pretty irredeemable. He doesn't have a... Yeah, he was like the best part. And he was played by well, Matthew Lillard. Exactly. There you go. You got what you wanted. You have your irredeemable bad guy. No, but what I'm saying is like... It had a lot of good elements, but there was so much just other stuff. And I'm like, I don't care. Mm. Like the ant. Like the ant. Well, the ant's different from the kids not being 
purely bad, you know? I just I don't need to have them redeemed. But they're kids. You know, just by nature of them being kids, it's redeemable. It's like they were little kids who were murdered. Anything they do is kind of permissible. (laughs) You know? What? Like, like as being like a little kid murdered and stuffed into a machine to rot. um, And now they're just a little kid trapped as a little kid forever. If they go around killing a bunch of little kids, it's like, that sucks. And they're doing terrible things. But really, they don't know any better. I feel like they probably know a little better. Maybe eventually. But they're so stunted. I mean, yeah, but, like, figure it out, man. I mean, I guess. The little kid's stuck in a dark like room. The, the explanation of, like, oh, no, Springtrap's controlling them somehow. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, like they probably won't kill guy. on their own. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I don't I don't need to, like, have them redeemed. Just let them go away. Well, I thought that was the redemption, is the fact that they're being controlled. Um, I guess. But I, I feel like by the end of it, it was more like, no, actually, they're nice robots now. You know, like when Spring when Spring tries to run, actually they're nice robots. Mm-hmm. But that's because they weren't being controlled that. anymore. Yeah, but like I don't want to know that. Like, just have the robots not be possessed anymore. Mm, that's fair, but that'd be just they shut off. That'd be a kind of lame ending. I'd be okay with that. I guess, just to get those dark and his face gets all cut up, Matthew Lillard. Yeah. yeah. But you know why they don't? Matthew Lillard doesn't die. Once they leave, well, he he's going to break back. out his crayons, and he's going to put a new happy drawing on the wall. Well, don't you? He always comes back. Exactly. Exactly. What if Vanny comes? What if Vanessa comes back, and she puts a happy drawing on the wall? Fuck. Why would she do that? Because she's been traumatized by her dad stabbing her. Now she wants to win back her father's love. Sorry for the FNAF spoilers, guys. Goddamn. We've really, we've yeah. screwed it. We've screwed the pooch here. This is, we've ruined everyone's day and night. But we've also told them a better version of the movie. It's true. It's Don't see the real one. Just wait for our version, okay? It'll be coming soon after we film the, the rooftop scene from the room. Um, it'll be our second goal on the Grey the Grey Twitch channel. So, I don't know. Maybe in a couple months it'll be up. You know? Maybe. 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 It's hopeful. I certainly think so. Um, Grey the Grey. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on FNAF? Man, I don't know. How about thoughts on the random board game my mom bought for 50 cents? Great game. My mom goes to the store, Black Friday Deals. We talk about it a lot. She gets really cheap shit that, like, Target and Amazon and everything gets rid of. And one of the things she got was a game called Splendor. Splendor? Splendor? I think Splendor is the word, right? But it yeah, sounds but like Splendor. Splendor sounds more. Splendor. 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 Sounds and more like a game. It does. It does. She bought that for 50 cents and she texted me and said, do any of your, doesn't one of your friends collect board games? And she was so right for that. Steven collects board games. And we, I, I brought it. My mom got it to me and I got it to Steven. We played it. It was very good for a 50 yeah, good cent game. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. I think so. It was quite fun. I'd play it again, especially now having an understanding of the rules going in. I think this could help. I, do I think I will win? No. I think every time I play it, I'll lose to you. Similar to Catan, but I'd be willing to get... I don't I think know. These I, go by faster, where I think I'd have more of a chance of winning just by quantity of games we'd be able to play. I think that is true, but I think also with Catan, I, I think I win because I have a strong enough grasp of the game that like I get what's happening at any point. Mm-hmm. But that one, I still don't really understand what's happening. That's fair. Steven was reading, like, even after you left that night, he was reading a bunch of stuff like, hey, we have to team up against Grayson. Like, we have to, Grayson's always going to win. And he was, like, looking up, like, strategies for it. 
but like all the strategies he was reading were so contradictory. So I'm just going to wing it next time we play. Yeah, I feel like that's the way to go. I think just now we know buy level one cards first. Then le- it, it was like a it was a version of Catan, but with cards essentially, you know. And it was good. Very good. Very good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a lot. A little insane that the moment we entered Steve, because we we watched, we thought about this board game in terms of how absurd it was. My mom found it for 50 cents and it looked really shitty. We saw the cover of it and was like, this looks absurd. It's a medieval weird game that I've never heard of. And we walk into Steven's door with it in hand and Steven recognized the game immediately, you know? Um, Which is remarkable. Remarkable. That goes to his incredible knowledge of really everything niche, you know? It's there in his head somewhere. It's you know? true. Yeah, it is. But good game. Uh, Mid-movie, good game. So, lutely. Gray the Gray, I heard you got your Spotify wrapped earlier today. Oh, yeah, I checked it out while uh, my brother was just grilling you over nothing. He was just mm-hmm. talking to me a bunch about Drake. Yeah. Like, he was trying to convince me to like Drake, and I just don't. And it's not a thing I don't think he can change, because I just I don't like his voice. Which is not, like, I don't think Drake's bad. I just, I there are voices I like and there are voices I don't. His falls into the category of voices I don't. And I'm sorry to Wilson for that. Devastating. I know. I know. I'm sorry. But you found your rap. Yeah. I. It's kind of lame. I mean, no. the top artist was the Beatles, which, like, fair okay. enough. That's a fair one. Oh, my, my God. What did you do? Did you see how red my nose is on, no. like, one half of it? Okay. I Every time I look in the mirror, all I see is how red it is. But it hurts really bad on one half of it to touch, and I just scratched it, forgetting that it was so red. I mean, yeah, no, lean closer. It's my turn. right. It's like, oh, I can kind of see like right there. Yeah, it's it's very sensitive, and I'm hoping it's not infected. But I forgot about it and scratched it because it itched, and it was not pleasant. Okay, it itches less now. But okay, continue. Sorry, it was just it hurt a lot more than um, I was expecting. Top artist, the Beatles. Top genre was like adult essentials i don't what how is that a genre oh oh i thought that was an artist sorry i misheard no okay that's a lot better than an artist but it's like how is that a genre adult essentials you're an old man yeah you know this is just kind of how you operate this is fair my top genre was pov colon indie i don't know what that means but wilson told told me i serve cunt so I imagine those two things are correlated, you know? Might be. I think so. Um, and then I listened to like 67,000 minutes of music this year. It was up 2,000 from last year. I'm proud about that, you know? I don't remember what so, mine was. I'm sorry what was your it. character? I have no clue. I can pull it up super quickly. I just kind of skipped that part because I, I didn't think it meant that much. You know? I got but vampire. You got, did it have an explanation for why you were a vampire? I probably did, but I didn't read it. You did not read the explanation. So you're just happy being a vampire? I guess so. Okay, well, that's cool, man. Let me find my little character. It's toward the to end, it right? So I can get you the description. Um, you absolutely can. One moment, please, it says. We're turning off the lights. My Spotify wrapped is turning off the lights, Grayson. This is it. It said the lights are off. The way you listened this year makes you a hero. Or should we say an anti hero? Question mark. It's going to be vampire. I am a... Oh, tap to reveal. I'm an alchemist. Okay? I'm not a vampire. I'm an alchemist. What the heck? Get messed up. Um, And you know why I'm an alchemist? It, it, it has to go through the whole entire animation again for some reason, um, which is kind of annoying. Why are you a vampire? Um, it's the third to last tab in your... Oh, okay. 
I got worried I had gone too far. No, 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 no. Third to last. We have to sit through a bunch of shit for it. I mean, this takes too long to figure out what I am. Okay? Tap to reveal. Pause. Pause it when it's on your thing, by the way. Oh, there's There's a pause pause button, of course. Okay, listening is your laboratory. You create your own playlist more than other listeners do. Nice work. That's kind of lame. Okay, I got make playlists. Vampire, when it comes to your listening, you like to embrace a little dot 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 darkness. You listen to emotional atmospheric music more than most. I thought you listened to adult essentials. Pick a lane. Let me, let me actually figure out what the uh, genre is called. <laughs> oh, it wasn't adult essentials. <laughs> There's something just insanely stupid like that. I'm so sorry. I like that they show you like for your top artists what month you listen to them most. I think that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Adult standards. Adult stand. That's somehow worse than adult <laughs> it essentials. It is. It's <laughs> so more bad. boring, actually. It's so unbelievably bad. I listened to a total of three thousand eight hundred sixty-eight unique songs. That's too many. That's a lot of songs. There's a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. I don't remember most. I feel of them. like you're probably helped by the fact that you have a blended with a bunch of people. That probably is true but also too i just will put on playlists to find new music and Mm. then a bunch of shit i don't like comes on so Mm. i imagine this also helps but let me pull back up the the topic list um no i wasn't too ashamed of my rap this year like this is postable if i wanted to and the only reason i say that is this might be my first year without 21 pilots in my top five whoa i know but this haven't put out new music. What do, what do you want me to do? Mine is not postable because I have Over the Garden Wall and the company that made the soundtrack for Over the Garden no. Wall both in my top five. So lame. How dare you? It's incredibly lame. I couldn't post my top five. And then songs. I also have the mm-hmm. guy who did the soundtrack for a bunch of Studio Ghibli movies in my top five. Okay. That one's a little more acceptable. I tried, by the way, spoilers for what we won't be getting for Christmas. I was looking up to see if a Over the Garden Wall vinyl existed. There is hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So that's not it come. It, they like did multiple releases of it mm-hmm. and every single time it would sell out super, super fast. Oh, and I looked at CDs as well. Like, I know you don't listen to CDs, but just to have it mm-hmm. $150, like maybe for the vinyl, not for a fucking CD. You don't even listen to them. You don't give a shit about CDs. It's true. So we're, we're left with no over the garden wall and I'm so sorry for Devastating. it. I know. I know it's tough. It's tough. what I'm excited to listen to. And what I hope tops the charts in my next year's Spotify wrapped is an up-and-coming podcast. And by up-and-coming, I mean a podcast that's still only being discussed and doesn't even exist or have an RSS feed yet, okay? But last night, I was on like a couple-hour-long FaceTime call with Chargill. We were talking about her cover letters for all her dance stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. Did she work much on them? Not an ounce, right? But did we talk about them? Yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was during this call Chargill revealed to me that she is going to start up. Or, she was considering it, but now I think she's fully committed to starting up a solo podcast, Grayson. Isn't that massive? That's so devastating for Bim. I guess so. But at the same time, I don't want a victim blame here. You know, this will be a traumatic thing for Bim to potentially hear if it comes to fruition. Um, Bim could simply do the podcast with Chargill. You know, but who knows the dynamic, but at least when, if my memory serves me correct, when the tragic end of BMW did happen. Well, tragic is. When the rightful end of BMW did happen, 
it was because of the heroism of Bim, um, just not really having the time to do it anymore. Yeah. You know? And so if Chargill needs this creative outlet, you know? Also, she was discussing doing it on YouTube and, like, as a video instead. So I feel like that differentiates it enough from a podcast. You know, it's a little different. That's just the vlog. Well, it, it would just be, like, sit down and still talking, I think, and, like, having people on occasionally. That's a vlog. I don't think it – I feel like a vlog is you're, you're going out and filming stuff you're doing. It is now, but – That's – I feel like it's always a it's vlog a video vlog. I, if boy oh boy had video, do we become a vlog? No, 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 because we're still a podcast. That'd be a podcast with video. Well, I would hope she's just still putting person, it on a feed. If it's just one person, then it's yeah. a vlog. No, 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 no. Sam Roberts, the broadcaster who I really, really like and listen to a bunch, before he had his, his radio shows, he had the Sam Roberts show online, and there was a video element for a lot of episodes, and it was him just standing in front of his webcam or sitting in front of his webcam talking. It was a podcast. It was 40 minutes every week. That's a long vlog with no cuts. You know, fair enough. Thank you. I appreciate oh, well, it. Oh, that's still kind of a vlog. I disagree. I think a vlog needs a lot of jump cuts, different scenery. See, that is just because David Dobrik. I'm sorry. David. When did David Dobrik come into existence? I don't know. Probably. Or even like Casey Neistat. Casey Neistat, like. That's one who I feel like Innovated yeah. the vlogosphere. But what, like, I, I feel like if someone were uploading 40 minutes, unedited, just raw 40 minutes of them talking, even back in 2011, 2010, that way falls under a podcast, way more falls under a podcast than it does a vlog. I guess by the 40 minute mark, I would agree. But like, I think of like, I don't even know if you would know this, but do you remember Boxy? I'm Boxy? Everyone knows Boxy. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, like her videos, I would consider like vlogs. Uh-huh. But it was just her talking. But that was also way shorter format. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, by the 40-minute yeah. mark, I agree with you, I think. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess it depends on how long like, the things the Chargo does it. That's fair. That's fair. I guess we'll find out. Will it be a vlog? Will it be a podcast with a video element? Only time will tell. Only time. Maybe it'll be multimedia. Maybe some will be vlogs and some will be podcasts according to whether it reaches the 20-minute mark. You know, who's to say who's to say who's I mean, guess Chargill would be the first idea she presented for a name is one that her friend told her and it was chatting with Chargill. You I said Chargill that is atrocious. You cannot do that. Just call it Chargill. Like, well, I suggested what about just Chargill time? Um, <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> and she was like, well, I don't know if I want to have Chargill in the name. And I was like, OK, fair enough. And then she <laughs> came up with a very effective name that I really liked. It's very long. But I think could like maybe legitimately work. But it was everyone shut up. I'm speaking, um, which you know, it's very it captures the essence of Chargill. It really does. You know, and I, I feel like it would it could work. It's beautiful. She was very particular about not everyone shut up. I'm talking. Everyone shut up. I am speaking. Is the would be the name of it. I see. So, mm-hmm. that's exciting. Again, it's going to top my podcast charts next year. It's got a thumbs up. The title's got a thumbs up. For Hell, me. I think Chargill time is way more to the point, you know, but. What if it's Chargill time subtitle? Everyone. I mean, as much as Boy Oh Boy has come to embrace the subtitle, Conversations with Gray and JC, it hasn't necessarily been a recipe for success. I don't know what you're talking about. We're I'm a big sorry. deal. No, you're right. You're right. I just look at other podcasts on our level. And most of them don't have the subtitle, you know, like the Joe Rogan experience. Where's the subtitle? 
Um, you're obviously leaving off conversations with Joe Rogan and his special guests. <laughs> I guess that's a very fair point. Then he also used to have like a permanent second mic. So did he? I think so. Is Brian Redvan? I think he does the Kill Tony podcast now. Oh, yeah, I think so. I could be wrong, but I think so. Maybe he was just the producer, but I thought he was the second mic. And then Joe Rogan just started hating him after a while and said, guy, you can't be here, which is tough. Why did he hate him? It's kind of annoying. Oh, which stays true in his current podcast he's on as well. Hey, good stuff. He's kind of just there on the side and they give him a soundboard. And almost every time he uses it or opens his mouth, the real host scolds him for being unfunny. Um, and so that that's a funny thing. And like that, that dynamic is funny. That's really good. <laughs> but like he's only there because, you know, he started the most successful podcast of all time. And he can kind of get by on that now for the rest of his life. You know, that's fair. Yeah. That's kind of like us. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. By the way, very off topic, but I wish my, my list for Boy Oh Boy was ordered better. Earlier when I was at Steven's, we usually put on like wrestling music or like wrestling theme songs or something during in the background while we play this stupid ass game, right? And I forgot to put on a playlist and I just clicked on a single song. And after the song was done, his YouTube autoplay came on. <laughs> And the next two hours was VTubers doing karaoke to, like, Imagine Dragons, Fallout Boy. And I said, Steven, there's no way this just randomly came on, and now it's all that's being played. Like, this is definitely something targeted to you. And he's like, well, they're not taking it seriously. It's just karaoke. I was like, Steven, it's so bad. Okay, but the other thing is that's not the point that you were making. Not at all. I did say, Stephen, this is such shit. You know, that was also part of what I said. To be fair, okay, okay. You know, I thought it was just utterly disconnected. Like Stephen, wh- <laughs> there's no way this is just suddenly appearing. This is obviously it was a combination. It was because there was one. It was startling how bad it was. But then two, it was startling. Why is this on? Why didn't it autoplay a bunch of other wrestling songs? Um, but you know. That's life at Stevens. You have to understand it. We have to accept it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Gray the Gray, is there anything else you have to talk about this week? Is there? Uh, I'll go through your oh, list. My yeah. fridge. I put in a service request for my fridge to get the filter replaced. You know how my fridge just does not dispense water at a reasonable rate? Yes, it's well, so eventually bad. Well, eventually the little filter light came on. I was like, oh, well, maybe when the filter gets replaced, um, the water will come up better. I don't think that's how that works. It might be. Well, apparently it was not. Um, my apartment or maybe they didn't replace it. Yeah, my apartment doesn't replace water filters. When I first moved in, I put in a request for a new water filter because like, the light came on. And they came in. And the filter notification was gone afterwards, and they left a note in the portal, and it said, just hold down the red light until it goes away. Next, like, next time. Meaning, like, there, yeah, so. I think that's what my apartment complex did. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So. But also, like, I would drink water just out of the sink here in Austin. It's not, like, bad, you know, unless there's a boil water notice. So I, I don't think it matters that much if the filter for the fridge is fucked. It's it's still fine, you know? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Like, really, when I'm here, I should never be using your fridge for water. I should just use your sink. Probably. Now that I think about it, because 
liter- it's the slowest I've ever filled up any liquid ever. It's incredibly slow. It's terrible. It makes, it makes me not want to drink water how slow it is. I would, is, Grayson, if I lived here and that were my only way of getting water to drink, I wouldn't. I, I would probably still drink water, but it'd be out of bottles. I'd start wasting. I'd start using plastic again. Oh, that's what my brother does. It's smart because it's an absurd pace. But again, if your filter's not even working, just use your sink. You know? Yeah. Like, I've, just now that I've had that thought, I'm only ever going to use your sink from now on. Something about the sink tastes a little funny. I disagree. And don't you wash your mouth with sink water? Does it taste funny? Wash my mouth with sink water. Yeah, well, like when you brush your teeth. I guess. Never like, tastes that funny. I'm not like getting tons of amounts of water in there. That's not good. That's. Do you have cavities? No. When was I, the last time you went to the dentist? I want to say a year ago. Really? I think I went when I was in South Carolina last time. Why would you establish your dentist in another state? Well, because I didn't have insurance at the time, and I wasn't going to pay to go to a dentist. And uh, my mom was like, you need to go to a dentist. I don't want you to have, like, messed up teeth. I waited too long when I was your age to go to a dentist, and it caused me problems. I was like, it's very kind of her. Mom, what the heck are you talking about? My teeth are fine. But she made me go to a dentist. Were there any problems? No. Congratulations on that. I still every day think about when I was in freshman year. Oh, that was the dentist, though, that figured out I had the extra tooth, though. Congrats on that. Did I tell you about that? Probably at the time. I, I got an extra tooth because I, I, I have all four of my wisdom teeth, and yeah. then I just got another one just hanging out up in my gum somewhere. But your mouth is big enough for them to all stick around. All four wisdom teeth? Yeah. Yeah. And then that other the one extra. came out. Oh, so it's just buried in your gums. It's yeah, not visible. It's, it's yeah. not presenting. That's. I'm sorry about that. You know? It's just hanging out. It's chilling. I guess so. I guess so. But otherwise, I think we've pretty much knocked out your list. Uh, every oh, you put the wrestling game on your list. Well, yeah, because I was gonna ask you about it. That's so. But you huge. already covered what I was gonna ask, which is, is it actually like fully text based? And it was like, yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is. Yeah, the only stuff I see on my list is that secret. I have a secret Santa for my job coming up, and truthfully, I still don't know how an actual functional secret Santa works. So I'm just gonna pray for the best. Like, do I put my name on it or no? Because are they supposed to guess if it's from me? Yeah. Okay. The Santa is secret. But I thought it was just secret in the lead up to the day. So day of, you just hand it to them. or like, I was your secret Santa. I, I guess you could do it that way too. This is what you guys I, scolded me about two years ago. I, I thought we scolded you about white elephants. What? what white elephants something completely different, isn't it? Yeah. Why would our literal podcast that we'd spoofed was a secret Santa? Was it? I, I don't remember the conversation very well. It was well. It was because it was a secret Santa, and then I was like, "Well, it's time for gifts," and I just handed it to whoever it was, and all three of you were like, "JC, what? Like, yeah, or not? Whatever my name was at the. This is Tea Time Tuesday, of course, guys, mm-hmm. who haven't acquainted themselves with it. Parsifal. If you've run out of boy, oh boy, check out Tea Time Tuesday. All of those episodes are still up for some awful reason. I mean, they don't really like. If they highlight any negative trait of the four of us, it's how incredibly unfunny we are. Blisteringly unfunny. Yeah. Yeah. Hauntingly unfunny. Hauntingly so. Chillingly unfunny. There are some shining moments, though. Do they make the episodes and the listens worth it? No. But there are moments where you're like, they might be okay to be around. You know? Honestly, Parsifal, don't listen to it. Parsifal, listen. You it has my not, full backing. You might not like us after it. 
No, I think he would. If he's not going to like us after anything, it's the first 150 episodes of Boy Oh Boy. <laughs> Fair enough. Never mind. Go. He probably does not like us at this point. Honestly, true. Like, all facts Who considered. Would? I don't. Because literally, back when high school, there was that one girl in our art class, and she tweeted out, oh my gosh, I love JC and Grayson's podcast. And she didn't even tag us, right? It just showed up on my feed, and I was like, what the fuck? She listens, right? Who? The, the, the daughter of the teachers who room you were in in the story from earlier. Oh, but then that's the same person who ghosted me when I asked them for advice on becoming a tattoo artist. This goes to the theory that she listened to the early episodes and hates us now. Probably true. Yeah, I think so. Wouldn't even blame her. I think so. And then otherwise, uh, I think this is the official. I think I confirmed it with Chargo last night. The official final New Year's trip, you know, at least with all five of us, six of us, because it's just so irrational to plan it for that period of time. It really is. Um, and now the fact that only Bim is in school and is the only human who benefits from it being that period of time, uh, I think we're just going to switch to summers when it's easier for all six of us. What about spring? Late spring. This presents just another massive issue of the fact that we're like, that Chargill has her dance program and Bim is still in school, you know? <sighs> summer was like a break and then we're like all adults who can more reasonably get off time in the summer than we can yeah, right in Christmas the dead of winter around year, Christmas yeah. and New Year's, you know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. We just got to drive. But I just want somewhere with nice weather. Wherever we go, we got to drive. This is it. Chargill wants to go to the beach. She was suggesting a beach in Maryland. Um, I guess I'd be fine with that. Yeah, she was like, then then all like the the brother their brothers could go as well, like Bethan and Jason and Garrett and such. And oh, I don't want them there. Sorry. And then I was saying the only beach I've ever heard good things about in the like Northeast is the Jersey Shore because my grandparents just adore it there. Okay, they'd spend every summer there. Um. And so Grandma and Grandpa would be huge proponents of a trip to the Jersey Shore. You know. It's true. I could visit heavy. Is Heavy in the Jersey Shore? Heavy lives in New Jersey. Well, Jersey's a little... That's not massive, but... It's a tiny little state. What are you talking is about? Is it really? Yes. How long would it take to drive from the furthest point to the furthest point in New Jersey, do you think? I'm going to go with two hours. That's crazy. I had no clue it was that small. But even if it is, what if we're at opposite points? Just meet in the middle at an hour? Yeah. Also, okay. there's no way Heavy would want to meet me in person. Really? No shot. Why not? Heavy's a very private person. <laughs> I, I disagree. From, I feel like someone who... They're always in your chat. They had to reveal a lot about themselves at this point. But the thing is, I know I don't know if any of it's true. That's terrifying. That was a thing like in the past of like... Heavy just made up a bunch of stuff about themselves. That's wild. But like for a bit or... Unclear. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Those are awesome people to be around, the ones that lie for no reason, Stephen. Um, so <laughs> I I think that's pretty much it. Gray the Gray, we'll be back next week with more Boy Oh Boy. You know, unless a tragic accident happens and you're here with like Hans instead, you know? That's probably who it would be, honestly. That makes at least Hans could fill in in the meantime as you're like vetting for a new guest, you know? Because, no offense, I feel like the gray, the gray Hans version of Boy Oh Boy would die off after, like, a month or two. Oh, for sure. Like, I think the month or two is a good, some good leeway to, to finally make your pick for the new 
boy oh boy yeah well i'm looking at the uh family photo mm-hmm. couldn't be hans that i'm also off. you have my permission to turn boy oh boy into a vlog um with my passing you know I so if it becomes that. easier just to sit there and talk into a camera for 10 minutes it is what it is that might be what it ends up being <laughs> that's terrifying because like it can't be steven absolutely not just would you grow to hate him is that the issue i just there's no way it would actually ever happen <laughs> i don't think i could hold a conversation with steven for an hour that's, what do you mean like i i would lose my sanity okay like to do an hour podcast with steven every week i would lose my, i don't know how you did it with you Follow fool i did a three-hour podcast with yeah, him every i don't week. <laughs> that's no it's just i could not um bim would not keep up with it she's too busy um chargo would just would not do it with me <laughs> she would just say no yeah she would just say no even if it's in my will my last will and testament or whatever it's yeah, called Chargo would just be like no Ooh, fuck damn it oh this is devastating well maybe you can get like alohi for like a week or two yeah i could get maybe her for, just the like in the same episode. way i get her for like streams for a week or two and yeah Laws courts? If I put in my will, I want laws courts on the podcast every week. That could work. I could do it with laws courts. I could see laws being open to it as well. It's just a time zone thing at that point. She just needs to move to Texas. It's true. It's true. One day. One day, Gray the Gray. I simply know so many people that work in pharmacies. She'd kill it over here. You know? She really would. Honestly. But okay. We'll get that all figured out once I am dead and underground, you know? Mm-hmm. Hopefully soon. But until then. We'll probably be back next week. Goodbye, everybody. Adios.